Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Welcome, welcome to the Friday Faith Follow-Up, as we have been looking at the number one thing you can do to be a wise woman building up her home. And that number one thing, spoiler alert, if you haven't listened to the Tuesday episode, that number one thing is prayer. Pray for your home. Pray for your people. Pray for your family relationships. That is a very wise thing to do to build up your home. And we talked about some very normal moments in your day when you can add in a little bit of prayer. But today I want to walk through five Bible verses to pray for your family. Um, Because, I mean, it's really easy, I think, to get stuck in prayer to feel like, you know, gosh, I don't know what to say. Or to say, feel like you're saying the same thing again and again. I've said this every day now for a week. What else is there to pray for? And the whole Bible can easily be turned into a prayer for yourself, for your family, for your people. And so I want to give you five of my favorite passages in the Bible to just literally open it up and tweak the words so that it is a prayer for my family. Um, but to really just pray God's own words back to him and use scripture as the jumping off point for my prayers. So let's dive in. And everything, um, all the Bible verses that I read today are going to be from the NIV. But of course, you know, use whatever translation works for your family. Uh, I want to start in Ephesians chapter one. So this is verses 15 to 23. Um, And here's what I'm going to do, actually. Let me give a little uh, framework for what we're going to do. I'll tell you the actual verse, but I'm not going to read the verse to you. I'm going to read it as a prayer for our families, okay? So I think that that will um, really just kind of paint the picture of what I mean when I say praying scripture for your family. It does not mean you have to memorize my words and kind of repeat them back to the Lord. Um, But, you know, open your Bible, turn to the same passage and tweak the words or paraphrase or use it as a jumping off point for your prayers, for your people. So let's start off with Ephesians chapter one, verses 15 to 23. Lord, I thank you for every woman listening and for our children and our husbands and for the faith that you have given us in the Lord Jesus and the love you have given each of us for all of God's people. And Lord, I thank you for these families. I thank you for my family. And I pray I will remember this community in my prayers. And Lord, I just ask that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, you, the glorious Father, Lord, give each and every woman listening, give our children, give our husbands, the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we can know you better. God, I pray that the eyes of our hearts will be enlightened 
in order that we may know the hope to which you have called us, the riches of your glorious inheritance that we have as your holy people. Lord, I pray that we will know your incomparably great power for us who believe. And Lord, we acknowledge that power is the same as the mighty strength you exerted when you raised Christ from the dead and seated him at your right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked in the present age and the one to come. God, we praise you that you have placed all things under Jesus's feet, and you have appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. And I pray, God, for my family, for our families, every woman listening, that you will fill us, fill our homes with the fullness of Christ, that we will know you better and better. And I pray this in his name. Amen. So my friends, that is Ephesians chapter one, verses 15 to 23. Now we're going to go on to Colossians, also chapter one, verses nine to 13. Um, And again, I'm not reading the exact scripture. I'm turning it into a prayer for our families, just like you can at home with your family. Okay, holy God, oh Lord, I pray for this community and I pray that none of us will stop praying for our families. Lord, we will continually ask you to fill us, to fill our homes, to fill our marriages, to fill our children with the knowledge of your will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives so that our families may live lives worthy of you, Lord, pleasing to you in every way. Make us fruitful in every good work, grow us in the knowledge of God, and strengthen us with all power according to your glorious might, so that we will have great endurance and patience, and we will give joyful thanks to you, our Father, who qualify us to share in the inheritance of your holy people in the kingdom of light. Lord, we praise you and we thank you that you have rescued us from the dominion of darkness, and you have brought us into the kingdom of the Son you love. So Lord, bless our homes, bless our families, fill us with all knowledge, with all wisdom, with all understanding, so that we can love you and serve you every moment of our lives. And I pray this trusting in the name of the Son whom you love, Holy Father. Amen. All right, my friends, that was Colossians 1, and now we're going to take a look at Psalm 1, and we're going to pray through this for our families. Lord, we praise you that blessed are the people who do not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers. Lord, protect us, protect our children, protect our family from walking in step with the wicked. We pray, Lord, that our family's delight will be in your law. We pray that we will meditate on your law day and night and that our family will be like trees planted by streams of water, that we will yield our fruit in season and that our leaves will not wither. Lord, we pray that 
whatever we do as a family serving you, following you, that we will prosper. Lord, help us to avoid avoid the end result of the wicked, Lord, which the wind will blow away. The wicked will not stand in the judgment. Sinners will not stand in the assembly of the righteous. But Lord, you watch over the way of the righteous. And I pray you will watch over our families and our homes. Lead us, Lord, not into the way of destruction, but into the way of your kingdom and your glory and your light. And I pray this for our families, that we will be trees planted by streams of water. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, thank you for the fruit that you grow in us and for your faithfulness, Lord, to draw close to us, to sustain us, and to watch over us. I pray in Christ's name. Amen. All right, my friends, we have two more Bible verses that are just wonderful to pray through for your family. So let's take a moment and pray together through Philippians chapter 1, verses 9 to 11. And again, I'm pulling from the New International Version, um, but I'm also not reading it directly. (laughs) I'm turning it into a prayer for us and our families. So Lord, I, I pray for every woman listening. I pray for every child who will be impacted, every husband whose wife is listening. Lord, for every family, may our love abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that every single one of us will be able to discern what is best and that we may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Fill us, O God, with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ. And I pray, God, that every moment of our family lives, the work we are doing and the effort we are putting in, I pray every single moment of that will be for your glory and your praise. And Lord, I pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, friends, this is just an episode of Scripture and Prayer. It does not get any better than that. But we are going to close out with a look at John chapter 15. Now, this is verses 1 through 17, so it is a bit longer. Um, I'll give you a little context here because the other passages, Ephesians 1, Colossians 1, Philippians 1, those are all prayers in the Bible that Paul is praying for the people he's writing to. And Psalm 1 is is a psalm and the psalms were all written as prayers or songs of praise and confession and so those all really make sense as prayers but John chapter 15 is a little bit different because this is a conversation Jesus is having with his disciples right before he's going to the cross um but well, mostly I'm bringing this in because I love praying through John 15 and 16. You know, that whole uh, section in the Gospel of John is just wonderful to pray through and take those principles out and apply them to our families. But also, again, to hopefully paint a little bit of a picture of how we can read scripture, pray through scripture, and then pray scripture over our families, apply it to our prayer life. So this is John chapter 15, starting in verse 1. Jesus, we praise you that you are the true vine, 
And we praise you, Holy Father God, that you are the gardener. And we trust that you will cut off every branch that bears no fruit. And we trust you and praise you that every branch that does bear fruit will be pruned so that it will be even more fruitful. Lord, I pray our families will be pruned so that we can be more fruitful. We thank you, Lord, that we are clean because of your word. And I pray that every woman listening and all of our families, Lord, help us to remain in you, Lord Jesus, as you remain in us so that we can bear fruit and so that we can be close to you, God. We acknowledge that we need you, that you are the vine and we are the branches, and we desperately want to bear fruit. And we know, Jesus, that apart from you, we can do nothing. So I pray that you will hold us close and that we will remain in you, that your words will remain in us. And Lord, I pray that whatever we ask for, that it will be done, that you will shape our hearts and our desires so that we are asking for things that glorify the Father. God, we we know that the Father loves the Son, the Son loves the Father. We know that you are holy and you are one, and we pray that we will be one with you. Help us, God, to remain in your love, to keep the commands of Christ. We pray that we will know the joy of a job well done as we serve you and love you and follow you. Help us, Lord Jesus, help us to love each other as you have loved us, to lay down our lives for our families, our friends. Help us to obey everything you have commanded us to do and help us to draw our children and our husbands closer to you. Lord, we acknowledge that We did not choose you, but you chose us and appointed us. You gave us this family. You gave us our own individual marriages, our own special and unique children. And you have appointed us into these families to bear fruit that will last. And Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will bear that fruit in us, that you will help us to love each other well you will lead us and grow us and bless us with your holy presence. And I pray all this trusting in the name of Christ. Amen. Well, my friends, that is a lot of prayer and that is a wonderful thing. And so I would really encourage you to start with these five verses, um, but go from there. There is nothing in scripture that cannot be um, lifted to the Lord and processed and understood through his Holy Spirit and applied in prayer to our families. So we just read through Ephesians chapter 1 verses 15 to 23, Colossians chapter 1 verses 9 to 13, Psalm 1, Philippians 1 9 to 11, and then John chapter 15 verses 1 to 17. Of course, you can always head over to the blog at loveyourpeoplewell.com to see those um, and think through those a little more deeply and grab other resources and things like that. Uh, But as we're closing out today, let me just ask you, if you haven't done it yet, to please leave a review for this show. It is really simple to do right there on Apple Podcasts. You just scroll about halfway down the show page and you'll see, well, you'll see the reviews. (laughs) And right there is a little link It says, write a review, um, leave it however many stars, and leave a little note. Uh, That is such an encouragement to me. 
and such a blessing to this ministry because that plays a big role in how Apple and all the places, you know, roll it out to new people and it gets in front of new eyeballs. And uh, we just trust that God is going to grow this and use this in whatever way is going to be most honoring to him. And you can play a small part in that by leaving a review. So I would really love it if you take 30 seconds of time to do that right now. And then, um, and then go pray (laughs) for your families and circle back next week because we will have um, a really helpful and encouraging wrap up to this series on Proverbs 14 verse one. And it's going to be really helpful and encouraging and kind of pull it all together for us as we launch into the summer. So friends, that's all I have for us today. Hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.